Hi, welcome to the Soul Journey Podcast. I'm glad you are here. This podcast will take you on a journey, my soul journey, from a life of chaos and despair to a faith-filled life I love. Each episode is infused with Christian songs, scripture, prayers, and personal stories. My hope is that this podcast will inspire you, encourage you, but most importantly, it will point you to the one who can truly help and guide you. I believe you were meant to be here. Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of Soul Journey. I'm your host, Sherry Lynn. Let's get started with today's episode. As always, I will read a prayer from the book, Breath is Prayer. You can find the link to this beautiful book in the show notes. So let us begin by centering ourselves. Let your shoulders drop. Unclench your jaw. Release the tension between your eyebrows. Relax your fist. Take a deep breath into your belly and exhale. Let's turn up the corners of our mouths. Okay, for today's breath is prayer. Our inhale is you heal the brokenhearted and our exhale and bind up their wounds. We'll do that four times. Here we go. Inhale, you heal the brokenhearted. Exhale and bind up their wounds. Inhale, you heal the brokenhearted. Exhale, and bind up their wounds. Inhale, you heal the brokenhearted. Exhale, and bind up their wounds. Last time, inhale, you heal the brokenhearted, and exhale, and bind up their wounds. Breathe deep and know God longs to heal what's broken and bind up your wounds with his healing grace. Well, friends, today's episode is titled, Look What You've Done. And the passage that I'm going to highlight is, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Wounds. That's Psalms 147.3. Now, at first glance, the title may seem negative, like, oh no, look what you've done but it's actually meant to invoke a sense of wonder and excitement, like, wow, look what you've done. Now, the title was borrowed from Tasha Layton's song and book of the same name. I was honored to have had the opportunity to read and listen to the book before it was released. It was a little Facebook group. It was very, very uh, good. And this is one of those songs that when I heard it the first time, it truly made me stop and reflect on situations. So I'm going to jump right in and share the lyrics. As you know, every episode I like to uh, have you listen to a song that's inspired this episode or the feelings of this episode. And this one, I'm just going to jump right in. So some of the lyrics, you know, it says right at the beginning, look what you've done, 
How could you fall so far? You should be ashamed of yourself. So I was ashamed of myself. The lies I believed, they got some roots that run deep. I let them take a hold of my life. I let them take control of my life. But now, standing in the presence of the Lord, I can feel you digging all the roots up. You're healing all the wounds up. All I can say is hallelujah. Look what you've done. Isn't that great? Because the enemy does everything that he can do, friends. He will try to make you think you're at the end. He will make you feel that shame. And the song just goes on and on. And and one really uh, good part of the song, which is kind of timely, it says, the enemy did everything that he could do, but look what you've done. On the cross, in a grave, with a stone, rolled away all my debt. It was paid. Look what you've done. In my heart, in my mind, in my soul, in my life, with my hands lifted high, I'm singing, look what you've done. Now, this one is a great, a great, powerful song. And I honestly, I, I can't get through it without crying. And the book was so good, too, because it. Well, just like last week's episode, we talked about telling our story, our testimony, and that's exactly what she did in her book. Each chapter was a chapter of her life, and she told about how things weren't always easy for her, and she shared like how she wondered where God was in the midst of all of her troubles. But she was faithful, and she continued to pray, and she... Tasha Layton is a great example of a woman of faith. I really admire her so much. Her singing is beautiful and her book is, is great too. I listened to it on audio and read it. Uh, I like to do both at the same time. And it's great because she narrates the book. So you get to hear her voice. And I always love that. So I highly suggest putting that into your uh, little Amazon cart there. Now, I did choose this topic this week because I think it follows really well with telling your story. But I also uh, wanted to talk about my relationship as this week marks 13 years that Brian and I have been together. Now, I've shared our story and I've shared how I've been brokenhearted and how I had an extremely rough life growing up and a lot of broken relationships. And in this song, it says, I believe the lies, the devil, the enemy was letting me believe. The enemy did everything he could so that I didn't believe in myself. I felt shame all the time and it ran deep. And it wasn't until I really got myself serious in a relationship with Jesus that things really started to change. And that's when I met Brian. It's just been such an amazing relationship with God in the center. Every day, Brian and I are thankful for what he has done for us. 
And I wanted to share how God helps the brokenhearted and remind you that if you're going through a season where you are brokenhearted, I hope that this message finds you and encourages you. Now, I did share already about how Brian and I found each other. And that was, I think, in episode two or three. And if you're interested, go back and listen to that because it's a really great story too. But let's talk about how God keeps his promises to restore things that were taken away. I'll be using some Bible verses to demonstrate how he never gives up on us and how we can trust him to bring about a life that is beyond our wildest dreams. Now, the Bible is filled with examples of how God has restored things that were taken away from his people. In the book of Job, we see how God restored everything that Job had lost, including his health, wealth, and family. Oh, a lot of times I think about Job and I think, oh, it's not Job bad. So that's that's a really tough story in the Bible. But God restored it. In Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11, one of my family's favorite passages, we read that God has plans to prosper us and give us hope and a future. Now, these verses demonstrate that God is a God of restoration and that he has our best interest at heart. In my own life, I have experienced the truth of these verses firsthand. There have even been times when I have felt lost, broken, and alone. But even in those moments, I knew that God was with me and that he had a plan for my life. And sure enough, as I continued to trust him and follow his lead, he began to restore the things that were taken away from me. One of my favorite Bible verses that speaks to this truth is found in Joel 2, 25 through 26. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army, which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord, your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. This verse reminds us that God is able to restore even the things that seem impossible. He is able to turn our mourning into dancing and our sorrow into joy. And when we trust in him and his promises, we can experience a life that is beyond anything we could ever have imagined. Now, let me share a personal example, a real God moment of restoration. On September 8th, 2009, that was the day that I had to call 911 and my ex-husband was arrested for domestic abuse against me. I thought my life was over. I could not see how I was going to make it. We ended up losing our house. We lost everything. Now, in the first episode of this podcast, I do tell that story. So I'm not going to go into it right now. But what I wanted to share was I walked away 
from all of those things, thinking that they would never cross my path again. And I want to let you know that 12 years to the day on September 8th, 12 years later, Brian and I closed on our house and we moved into our dream home that we built together. 12 years to the day. God didn't forget about me. God restored everything and more. Now, one of the things that we did when we were building our house was we put passages all on the uh, on the wood frames of everything so that every room in our house has a passage built in so that we remember God is our foundation. He is in all the structure of our home. God is the center of our home and our hearts. And I know that maybe that seems trivial or silly, but I thought when I lost my house, I would never have another home, but God restored it. And then some, I even have a pool now. Isn't that great? God is so good. So if you are feeling lost, broken, or alone, I encourage you to hold on to the promises of God. He never gives up on us, and he is always working behind the scenes to bring about restoration in our lives. As we close this episode, let us remember the words of Psalm 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Let's end our time together with our prayer. Dear God, thank you for the promises that you have made to us and for the ways that you have demonstrated your faithfulness throughout history. We pray for those who are hurting today, who have experienced loss or trauma in their lives and who are in need of your healing touch. We ask that you would help us to trust in your promises and to seek your presence in our lives so that we can experience the restoration and renewal that comes with a deep relationship with you. Help us to remember that no matter what has been taken away from us, you are able to restore it and bring about a future that is filled with abundance and joy. We pray that you would guide us on our spiritual journeys and help us to find the hope, peace, and healing that only you can provide. Thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy, and for the ways that you continue to work in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Soul Journey Podcast. I hope that you found this episode to be helpful and uplifting. I would appreciate your support in the form of a rating, a following, and 
even just liking the podcast. Additionally, I would like to ask you to share the podcast with friends who might also benefit from it. If you could take a moment to leave a review, that would be fantastic as it helps increase the podcast visibility and reach more people. Your support allows me to continue creating meaningful content and connecting with a wider audience. Thank you for being part of the Soul Journey community. Remember to join the Private Soul Journey Collective Facebook group where we continue the conversation in a safe space and you'll have access to some bonus materials. You can also request a set of prayer cards by emailing me and all relevant links can be found in the show notes. Until next time, friends, know that you are seen, known, chosen, and enough. I wish you blessings and guidance on your soul journey. And now for a drop of wisdom. For this episode, I want to introduce you to the essential oil blend called grounding. It was formulated to accompany individuals on challenging emotional journeys. For this blend, oils were chosen with aromas that inspire people to channel emotional strength that helps them face their problems. With this anchoring tool, you can feel empowered to work through life's challenges with greater self-awareness. There's lots of wonderful oils like angelica, ylang-ylang, cedarwood, pine, white fir. Oh, they have so many good, good scents. You can use this topically or you can diffuse it. Either way, it will help create an atmosphere for finding self-awareness. If you're interested in purchasing essential oils, including the one mentioned, I have a link to Young Living in the show notes. I'd be happy to assist you and get you started on oils or supplements or learn how to get them for free. Let's start your oil wellness journey together.